0: these interventions, these instructions we're giving people, we're not trying to make people less stressed. Like nothing we're doing is trying to get people to be relaxed. We're not trying to get them to meditate. We're not trying to get them to breathe deeply. We're telling them like, no, you want to be highly aroused. That's good.
1: That's Dr. Jeremy Jameson. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining me today as we have our newest featured speaker and professor of psychology at the University of Rochester, Dr. Jeremy Jameson, featured on the show today. And he is opening up our understanding of of what it means to, to be stressed and the important role it plays in our thinking and our overall performance. So without further ado, here's Dr. Jeremy Jameson. Enjoy.
0: We talk about stress, we talk about it as a negative thing. Like I, I'd, I'd be hard pressed for someone to show me an article in the media, a movie, a documentary, anything that's saying stress is good. It's always, like, killer stress, like, stresses all this bad stuff to you. And even if you see the word stress, it's always, like, printed in red with, like, cracks through it and all this stuff. So um, it's, so we have words for this. We have things like nervous energy, like a phrase, like, a butterflies in my stomach. Like, we, we have phrases that mean, like, bad stress response I'm having. Like, but this means I'm nervous. But we also have things that highlight stress response that are good. We say I'm bursting with excitement. I'm amped up. But the thing is we don't, we don't generalize this to very many situations. These usually say for things like athletic contests or like action sports or like going bungee jumping or skydiving. We wouldn't say like, oh, I'm amped up to take this math test. But like really, if like, you, 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 you can do that though, like you could do that. And so what we wanna do is we wanna intervene here. We wanna intervene at this appraisal stage to try to improve people's stress responses. So we wanna say, okay, if we can change the appraisals, we can change the type of stress response which have really important impacts on their physiological functioning and their cognitive performance. Th- that's the general idea of what we're gonna to try to do here. So I'm gonna talk about um, a couple of our studies and what this led to is a development of what we call arousal reappraisal. Um, this is just a fancy way of saying that people are reinterpreting the meaning of stress. And we call it this because we're seeing that people are perceiving their physiological responses to stress. Like they can, people notice when they have racing hearts. And they kind of say, oh no, I'm feeling stressed, that means I'm nervous, I'm gonna do poorly. It kind of leads to this cycle of events. And so we want to basically try to say, no, 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 your, your physiological responses are good, they're not bad. Like they're functional, like you need that. And that's, you need that for a reason, and here's why is so the intervention material is all about telling people that the arousal they're experiencing can be positive, it can be functional, and showing them the biological um, inf- information that actually supports those ideas. And so the signs of stress arousal, we're trying to get people to perceive them as a coping tool. If people are perceiving their body's physiological responses to stress as something that helps them cope, then you're, you're going to increase the ratio of that. We talked about resources demands. You're bumping up that resource part. And so now it's like, okay, maybe I do have to do it. My body's helping me. This is a good thing. I have the ability to cope with this, and here I go. I can, go do, I can perform well. And so one thing that's really important to keep in mind is I'm gonna talk about a lot of the research we're, we're gonna go over is that we're not trying to get rid of arousal. The, these interventions, these instructions we're giving people, we're not trying to make people less stressed. Like nothing we're doing is trying to get people to be relaxed. We're not trying to get them to meditate. We're not trying to get them to breathe deeply. We're telling them like, no, you want to be highly aroused, that's good. And that's something that's really tough for people to get in in their heads sometimes. And so we're saying that you need sympathetic arousal. Your sympathetic nervous system exists for a reason. If you need to have an acute task demand you need to address, this bodily system is going to help you. and This is why it's there. And this is essentially what we need to get across to people. But that message is really hard to get across. Um, Allison Brooks, she's a collaborator of mine. She works at Harvard Business School. She did a study looking at people's beliefs about different kinds of states going into stressful situations. You ask people whether it's better to be excited versus relaxed before an important exam, important performance situation, whatever the stressful state is, 91% of people think relaxation is the best thing to experience before stress. Like we have all sorts of things. I mean, breathing techniques are based around this. People meditate before they have important, whatever, important tests, important games, whatever it is. They're trying to go back to home to homeostasis. They're trying to kind of reduce their sympathetic arousal. But when you get people in task, we, we actually measure what they're experiencing during performance and then see how that maps on to how they performed. The people who are excited do better than people who are relaxed. It's, and the people who are relaxed, though, do better than people who are anxious, though. So it's kind of like bad stress is the worst, good stress is the best, and relaxed is kind of somewhere in the middle. The idea is that if you were in some situation that was acutely stressful and demanding, okay, this building starts to burn down right now. We all need to get out of here. Like, we need a plan. We need to go. We need, we need to motivate. We need to address this, this demand. You're not going to be like sauntering around all like, oh, yeah, fine. I'll, yeah, I'll leave at some point. Like The relaxation in that case, you're not going to follow someone who's doing that. That's a bad <laughs> idea. Like, you want someone who's like, no, no, we, you're going right now and move. and Then you have a plan. You go and do it. So that's a case where the sympathetic nervous system is going to help you. It, it's not hurting you. And so what hurts us is when the fact that we interpret the stress as negative, and that's what leads to all the negative negative outcomes.
1: Big thanks to Dr. Jeremy Jameson for stopping by. If you'd like to connect with him and his work, you can go to his website, socialstresslab.wixsite.com. And I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled Bridges to PhD Wow Seminar, Dr. Jeremy Jameson. All right, that is a wrap for me. As always, I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later.